1: Hello, lovely people. Welcome, welcome back to this silly little podcast that we call Another Happy Pod. My name is Nathan. As always, I'm joined by my illustrious co-host. His name is Lawrence Thomas Heisey. He's the groom-to-be in just uh, about two weeks. Getting getting close, getting (laughs) nervous. Do you have cold feet? No one cares, Lawrence, because we need you to shut up. Um, well, not shut up, because you need to tell us what this silly little show is all about.
0: <laughs> Nathan, this is the show where we get together, we talk about things in pop culture, we talk about movies, TV shows, games, things we like, and we try and keep it positive, we keep it upbeat, and we avoid the toxic nonsense that you so often find, and we try and have a good time while we do it.
1: Indeed we do. Seriously though, are you getting cold feet? <laughs>
0: no, I'm not getting cold feet. I am starting to regret saying that I would do a speech. Because uh, I realise now at some point I will have to write that speech and then also do it while not shaking like a leaf. I am in
1: the same boat. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. I'm the best man, not Ben. Fuck you, Ben. Um <laughs> and well, we're getting there on the speech, I guess. But when you when you say getting there, do you mean you haven't started? No, I have. I have a paragraph. I have a solid I have a solid paragraph. Um how much of that stays in, I don't know. But you know, it's 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 something. <laughs> But maybe what I will do is I'll stand up and I'll ask everyone.
0: Another happy question.
1: (laughs) Nathan, what we like to do here is I like to ask you a question at the start of every
0: episode. Uh, It could be a hypothetical, it could be a would you rather. Uh, It's pretty much always a hypothetical and it pertains to what the uh, topic of the show is. You've seen the title, that is Yesterday. In that movie, something is is removed from the public conscious due to a freak world event. Several things. Several, several things, yeah, that's true, actually. Um, And basically, my question to you is, what is something that is popular, enough for you to know about it, Yeah, that could be removed from the public consciousness that you could probably live your entire life without noticing people just stopped talking about it?
1: Ooh. Okay
0: it could be like a show or it could be like a movie you know how like everyone's like oh Die Hard is the best Christmas movie would you notice if one year people stop saying that or whatever you mean like you I never said that and we've done this joke it's
1: retired we put it to bed because I haven't even fucking seen the movie You love Die Hard and every year you're like, what's your favourite Christmas movie? (laughs) Because mine's a little controversial. And then then I froth at the mouth waiting for people to stop
0: talking. No, mine, unironically, mine would be uh, most cereals. (laughs) Okay. I just realised this morning while I was making my lovely fiancé some cereal. I have never once wanted this. I just looked down at it and I was like, could not think of any reason I'd need that. You don't like a bowl of cereal? I like a toast. I like a bit of toast in the morning. I'll have a morning bagel.
1: You're missing... I love a bowl. I'll have a bowl of cereal any time of the day. I'll have a nice evening bowl of Cocoa Bobs. It's lovely.
0: I feel like there is that distinction, though. There are people that just cannot fathom cereal. And there are the other people that are like, I'll have that any day of the week, Anytime. Yeah. time. What's Serial ever done to you? Look, more power to you, Nathan. I'm not taking <laughs> it away from you. I guess if, well, in this question, I kind of would be, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what did but cereal what... ever do? Come on. Yeah, well, I just, look. I have my ways. What I tend to do is I, what it's, what I always do is I leave Nathan to stew on that for the whole episode and we'll touch back in on his answer uh, at the end. So stay tuned for that.
1: It's a sneaky little way to get you to listen to the whole episode.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Does it Aww. work? Probably not, because you've probably <laughs> skipped over this going, when did they start talking about the thing I clicked on for? Yes. Can we take a moment to acknowledge that at the time of listening, not recording, we're about two days out from that. Uh, is my birthday.
1: This is my birthday episode. This the 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 day this is released is your birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. I'm gonna do the whole it's thing. Gonna, it's happy gonna get real. Birthday life. to you. Happy birthday,
0: oh. dear
1: Lawrence. I oh, know he's, he's had all my helium balloons. Ah. Oh no, it's a Dalek! <laughs> I'll give you some air horns for your birthday. Thank you. And uh, some of these as well. Nani?
0: Oh god, as I said earlier, you're just a child with jingly keys, aren't you? Playing with those buttons, you love them. Nathan, you, I, I let you choose anything you wanted. I, I finally strong-armed you into watching everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah, uh, Ben Which joined us. Movie. That was the last episode if you want to check it out. Uh, and in return I said to you the, the catch is to get you to do it. You can choose <laughs> anything you want uh, and very true to a, a, a very true to a Nathan choice.
1: You you found a way to incorporate the Beatles somehow. I like the Beatles. I like the <laughs> Beatles, man. Call me Jack Malik because I like the Beatles. It's good music. I'm not. I'm not about this Gen Z pessimism about about the Beatles and all this. Like, oh, they're not even good. Like, no, they are. They they changed music. No, they're, they're very good. Yeah, they're very good. They're very famous for a reason. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there, there is a reason their music has transcended fucking decades. <laughs> yeah. So there we go. I enjoy the Beatles, and I um, this was a movie that I was in Portugal. I was living in Portugal when this came out, and I went to see and had a good time. I, I don't know why that's relevant, but there we are. <laughs> A relatable <laughs> portugal fucking movie experiences <laughs> does so you your had an cinema interval have an or interval or i was just gonna say yeah i had an an intervalo right in the middle and the uh the cinemas in portugal there's um, there's an interval in the middle of the movies no is that what intervalo <laughs> means? It, it does but it gets better because it's not it's not timed To a specific place. They don't like figure out, oh, when's the best place to put this so it doesn't ruin the flow of the movie. What they just do is take the runtime of it, find the exact 50% half point, and then go, There, that's where it is. So they can literally be mid-word, as they often are, and it's just (laughs) straight to black interval. That's awful. I I don't like the sound of that. It is awful, yeah. (laughs) Nathan who follows you on Twitter? I w- I would say Mr Sunday Movies is my most famous follower. He's not. Um, it's it's Yoko Ono is my most famous follower. Why she follows me could not fucking tell you. Does she align with you politically? Is that why? I mean, I guess she she seems pretty left leaning. Let me just have a look and make sure. She oh, Yoko for... Ono, nah, <laughs> <Like> an enormous <laughs> conservative mate, famous <laughs> for it. But uh, uh, no, yeah, she does still follow me. So. Why why do you bring it up? I was gonna see if you were interested in DMing her now. Okay, yeah, sure, why not? Let me, let me what should I what should I say? Say hello Yoko. Hello Yoko. Hey baby girl. No 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 let's nah, keep it yeah, the, yeah. let me it. It's Yoko, some...
0: oh no, Nathan. There's a level yeah. of respect it commands, yeah. Have you seen the movie yesterday?
1: Have you seen the movie yesterday? It's about your dead husband. No 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 no. <laughs> let's let's keep it <laughs> let's keep it above board, I reckon. Have you seen the movie yesterday? If so, what did you think? Have a great day. Imagine there's no heaven. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not putting that. I'm no, not putting no. that. Have a great day. Um, and then a little smiley face. You know the really awkward one. <laughs> What's the awkward one? Just, just the pure smiley
0: face. But it's like not a big ear to ear grin. It's just a kind of a light, a light nod, a light. No, I'll do.
1: I'll do the nice little, the warm one. You know the one where he's got like the rosy cheeks. Yeah, the rosy cheeks one.
0: Anyway, a fear that all of our listeners have left.
1: Uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you can you can speed that up in the edit, but hey, what is the, what's going on in this movie? Sum it up for the people that haven't seen it. All right, so what happens is there's a struggling musician, um, and by struggling, I mean he's shit. He's just bad. He's just straight up bad. No one likes his songs, and no one likes them for a reason because they're all bad, and he's bad, and everyone hates him. Um, Mm -hmm. But then there's a global blackout of some description. It's very vague, um, but the world just has a freak blackout. Everything stops, lights go off. He gets hit by a bus, and then he wakes up in a world where, for some reason, the Beatles suddenly never existed. Well, they did exist, but the people existed, but they never became the Beatles, I guess. And now he has all this knowledge. He's the only one who remembers and suddenly he decides that I can be a good musician now, thanks to John Paul George and Ringo. So, let's make some money. An interesting plot, to say the least. An interesting premise. A bit of fun, I think. De- definitely a bit of fun. Um, Odd director choice. Danny Boyle. Yeah, it's, it's not exactly, you know... It's not exactly sunshine. It's not exactly 28 Days Later, is it? <laughs> uh, but Richard Curtis, I think he's... It makes is sense felt. for Richard Curtis, doesn't it? Like, <laughs> yeah, you, you. When I saw Richard Curtis in the credits, I was like, oh, yeah, that that, that makes sense. Well, can, British and just music, and yeah, that yeah. silly little time. If only you were set at Christmas, then we got the Richard Curtis trifecta. <laughs> <laughs> um. This is, I think this is a really, really interesting movie. I think
0: it's... What do you think of it? Do you enjoy it? Yeah, for sure. I think it's, Um, I, I don't have any kind of like, I, I'm not as massive of a Beatles fan as you are, but that's mainly because I wouldn't say I don't like it. I just am mostly ignorant to it. I don't think I've listened to every one of their songs. Like You're not as cultured as me. Yeah, clearly. Yeah. So I know that you're drinking red wine in the bath listening to Abbey Road on repeat on vinyl, of course. Yeah, I do have a bath. Well. <laughs> well, that's good to know. <laughs> um, but no, I think I'd, I'm 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 mostly kind of like ignorant to it. But I understand obviously the cultural impact they've had, and I think the biggest thing that this movie could have failed at is not finding a way to make it accessible to people that don't really care that much about the Beatles. Yeah, um, and it and it does it, it and it works. It, it doesn't. It's not inaccessible. You understand? This is a guy that loves music. Of course, he loves the Beatles. They're not here. Why wouldn't you try and go for just achieve your goals with the work
1: of possibly four of the greatest musicians to ever walk the earth i mean even if you're not like a huge Beatles fan you would have heard their music like all these yeah. songs that play you'll know them because they're just that popular like you know them like some show me a person who does not know yellow submarine or all you need is love or mm-hmm. i want to hold your hand like these are the most popular songs of all time. So it's it's definitely accessible to, to a lot of people. And it it also brings up the question, I think, that, like, would the Beatles... Like, if this happened, would, would it actually happen? Like, do people care? Like, <laughs> Not now! The Beatles, yeah, they, see, this is the thing. Like, if someone, and someone as unlikable as Jack, brought out the Beatles music today, like... Would would he be this worldwide phenomenon? I don't think so. But you know,
0: yeah, I, I think worldwide phenomenon is a bit strong. I think, I mean, like in the in the age of TikTok as well. Like you'd get yeah. Kate McKinnon's character being like, "Oh yeah, this is good," but how is anyone gonna um,
1: do the renegade to it or whatever? <laughs> <laughs> Again, the only TikTok joke we know, um, the only TikTok joke you know. That's the only TikTok <laughs> I could do plenty more, but you just stick to the Renegade, and I'm happy to let you have that. Thank you, it's mine. I've, I've claimed the Renegade. <laughs> um, no, so I, yeah, I think it's
0: yeah global phenomenon. Maybe a bit much. Obviously, the movie had to make it massive; otherwise, what's yes. the point? Yeah. Um, if I was Jack in this scenario, I'd maybe aim for like successful local artist. Yeah. I'd I'd make a living because then I would be like
1: at least I'm not fully exploiting the Beatles here. Yeah, that's fair. I don't think he was ever really aiming for this though. Like mm. he, he 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 kind of just stumbled on it. He he was never setting out to. Well, maybe he was setting out to play Wembley and all this sort of stuff. But hey, there we go. Um, I feel like and and maybe this is complete bullshit. But I feel like if there was a global blackout for 12 seconds, millions of people would die. And like, mm. like, like millions, millions, it would be like one of the most devastating and tragic events ever. But here they're like, Hey, a bit of fun. No, <laughs> no one really knows what <laughs> went on there. <laughs> um, planes would fall out the sky. Fucking the internet would be down, which keeps a lot of things running. Like, just systems and and security and all kinds of shit, really. And, like, power. So, like, shit would be fucked up. Imagine the prison riots.
0: It'd be like a scene in The Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> Everyone goes out to their tanks on the road and, like, we've reclaimed the city or some shit. Oh ah, yes.
1: <laughs> Perhaps he's wondering why you would shoot a man <laughs> before throwing him out of an airplane. You said Jack's unlikable. Do you think... That's... I think he's very unlikable, yeah. As a, as a, what, just as a dude or as a just musician? Just as a guy, just as a guy. Like, he's, <laughs> I wouldn't be his friend. God, I think he's like, alright, he's not bad. I think he's just, like, fair enough, he just had, like, he was hit by a bus. But, like, when he's at that, like, dinner with his mates and he plays yesterday, he's 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 just, like, the biggest, whiniest prick ever. He's, like... I don't. Know, maybe he's frustrated because they don't know the Beatles or whatever. But he he gets like really angry and he's like, yeah. But
0: in his in his point of view, it's not like it's not like when a, a music snob uh, goes,
1: oh, you've never heard th- th- this band, and then names no. like he's not Blue unlikable melons incorporated or some shit. Like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's not unlikable in that respect. That's not the reason he's unlikable because he's like an elitist music snob or whatever. I just yeah. think he's like whiny. And he's just but he thinks they're having him on. He's like, how the f- no, but not you just know in who that. the Beatles are, but not just in that specific scene. I feel like for all all the way through it, he's just a bit whiny and always like, oh, I'm the biggest victim ever. Like, ugh, everything's going wrong for me personally. Like, never mind that I'm suddenly the biggest star on the planet. It's so all like, oh, no, like, this is such a bad thing that's happening to me. But and he, like, he's at that marketing meeting, like, like a whole lot of people are there for him. Like, to make his career happen. And he's just like, just stop clapping after everything. Like, oh, you're all... Old... Winston, shut up. I know-, <laughs> I know I know,
0: where you're coming from. And I feel like that's even referenced at one point with Kate McKinnon's character who's like, yeah, no, it's fine. It comes with the territory of being a superstar. Like, treat everyone that... Works around you like shit, and I'm like, yeah, that rings as insincere. You don't, you 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 told him to his face. I get it was a joke. I get it was a Kate McKinnon joke. Yeah, but you told him to his face. I don't give a fuck about you. You make me money. That's it. (laughs) It's true. Yeah, like maybe maybe calm down (laughs) on the pity party.
1: Like, yeah, but but Kate Kate McKinnon, she she tells you who she is straight away. She's not pretending to be something else though. She's not being like, oh, I'm your best friend or whatever. I'm very nice. She's like, no. You're a product to me. I'm, like, going to make money off you. Um, and fair play to her, you know? But I'd do it. I, I'd also do it. Jack is just... Yeah, to me, he's very unlikable. Um, uh, Lily James, very likable. She's great in everything. Um, do you really. feel
0: like there's not enough days in the year for Lily James to have successfully filmed the amount <laughs> of stuff that she's in every year?
1: Especially in this era, yeah. yeah like, right? in, in like In, like, say, 2016 to 2020... I feel like Lily James was in like three movies every month or something. It As- doesn't make sense. Yeah, she had a great career, and she still is having a great career. Hey, she gets cast for a reason. She's good. See, uh, she is very
0: good, and she's and she's great in this role. Yes, like which is and and you know every now and again you you start to think maybe she's been maybe she's been put in a box. Not necessarily. I think she just played Pamela Anderson. So like, yeah, she's got range. She oh she's got range, but I I am um, I think she's. She's cast in these roles for a reason, and it's because she's extremely good at it. She's British very love good. interest girl, yeah, basically. But also, she's not she's not just that. I think that no. like she, she has wants well. and goals beyond Jack. Um, yeah, and and occasionally you sit with her in scenes, and you like you know that horrible toxic like male perspective where it's like oh she's just trying to drag him down and she's madly yeah. successful. No, she's mad because she's not at all. Uh, no, she's, she's fucking she's mad because Jack ignored her for ten years and then went I'm famous now. Do you want a kiss? <laughs> Anyway, look, so basically yeah, this happens and jack does uh jack does his, his his music he 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 kind of has this moment where he a great moment I feel like it's very difficult to make a Google search montage visually yeah. interesting a lot of
1: fun that moment I like that yeah
0: and it's and it's just him looking it and I love the the recurring motif of he searches something and it shows you the google um, yeah. most thing I hope Google never changed their layout
1: because that film will be left in the dust <laughs> like people will be like, what's that?" Yeah, really weird. Um, <laughs> um, I like the... It, it makes sense that Oasis aren't a thing as well because they're obviously very, very influenced by the Beatles. So it makes sense that they're also not a thing. I don't think it's ever explored um, what then he sung at that talent show or whatever when he was a kid. Because, like, he did Wonderwall, which is obviously yes. an Oasis song. So, like... What what did he do after it? If that makes sense, do you know what I mean.
0: I I do, yeah. I feel like the movie the movie has a strong concept, and then I think a choice that it makes at the end, which we'll get to, okay, kind of provides more questions than answers. It provides what? Jack with the answers he needs. Yeah, I'm interested to know what that is. Well, it's the it's the it's the John Lennon inclusion. It's the fact oh, okay, that John yeah. Lennon is still there. R- Robert Cut, which but that makes sense though.
1: Oh no! Like, it it, it if, makes sense. If
0: John Lennon but, wasn't in the Beatles, he'd absolutely still be alive. No, and I and I and I get that entirely. I just find it like we'll explore it. I've, maybe have some questions I don't fully get on it. Okay. All right. We'll we'll get to it. We'll get to it. as We've been recording for half an hour already. <laughs> yeah. We'll we'll find some time at some point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. I. It's, it's little. It's little things like um, Ellie is like so eager to help, but she's she's just like a teacher. She's a she's not a fucking music talent manager. Like. Yeah and she's uh, like there's a great moment where she like designs him some album artwork and That's you can on, see it's that it's PowerPoint. on powerpoint yes
1: i did enjoy that if i remember correctly um your fiance did something very similar for a, for a play that we did um yes university. yes she did. <laughs> i remember her <laughs> her graphic design is my passion work um <laughs> It's good. I liked it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's great. I love her lots.
0: <laughs> um, oh. No, I am. Um... But anyway, so obviously Jack. Then Jack starts getting like um, a bit of success. I find that um, I quite liked it because it, it does draw on um, Ed Sheeran is obviously a character in this, oh, um, and oh, it and oh, it oh boy is he a character that yeah. Ed Sheeran um but he starts like receiving some success when he starts kind of essentially like for lack of a better term just ripping off the Beatles yeah um yeah. even though but, he's like I mean... somewhat not because they didn't technically do it they didn't
1: but yeah but he definitely is though
0: yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. like but he it's not like he's gonna get sued because the songs don't exist before him
1: no um no that's true um yeah uh so so basically he gets his big break from Ed Sheeran and uh, he goes to Moscow, or what? Ed Sheeran sees him performing on local TV, and then he's like, "Hey, let's come to Moscow." I, I did like um, the the moment where Ed Sheeran goes to his house, and then there's the yeah. reveal of Ed, and he's just standing there looking like weird little Ed Sheeran in, in <laughs> just the weirdest shot of him ever. He looks like. I can't explain. You know that like that meme of the kid from the Polar Express. (laughs) He looked exactly like that. Just there (laughs) staring. (laughs) I, I I never knew
0: what it was, and it it clicked for me in watching this with Ed Sheeran. He doesn't so much anymore, but it's when he had like he was a little bit a a little bit bigger, and he had like a rounder face, and he had his haircut that was like what he was known for—the ginger guy with that hair. Yeah, um, there's something about him that gives me the uncanny valley, and it, I feel like it's because he looks like he is an AI art co- uh, creation.
1: Like, <laughs> yeah, he, like, yeah, he
0: look he looks like if you type in the prompt like ginger jobbing musician, yeah, you're gonna get him, and like
1: down to like the red flannel t shirts or shirts and stuff. Ginger musician busking on the streets of. <laughs> liverpool or whatever this is what you'll get
0: i like his inclusion because it, it kind of does make a lot of sense because he is he was once at his point uh, at some point in his career in jack's exact position just an out-of-work musician in Suffolk yeah that had a strong lyrical talent but people were like you've got no source
1: <laughs> we don't, got, you, like you can't do anything for us do you feel like this movie like makes fun of ed sheeran Cause I do. I feel like it makes fun <laughs> of him quite a bit. There's, I think, my favorite joke in the movie is where um, Jack and his his mate, who's a great character, very funny, are yeah. um are go getting on the plane to go to Russia, and then his mate's like, "Oh, Ed Sheeran big fan," especially the rapping, and Ed's like, "Oh, really?" He's like, "Nah, just yeah. nah, leave it to the brothers, Eric." <laughs> that was very funny. There's the moment as well later on where he like Edge here and gets a phone call and his ringtone is fuck it, the shape of you or whatever. Oh his I didn't pick up on that really. Style. Yeah. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> I, I feel like he's keen for it though.
0: Like he's he he strikes me as a guy that doesn't have much of an ego. Um but <laughs> the the thing that I did find really really funny, um, and it just such a I know I'm not even sure the movie knows it was like a really stupid fun moment because it kind of seems to be
1: played sincerely. I hope this is the same moment I have because my god, it's probably my favourite moment in the movie.
0: Is it the moment where Ed Sheeran gets up in the like the after party? And it's like, you go that way for 10 minutes, I'll go this way. We write a song, we come back. And he he obviously does it because he knows he's an extremely talented singer-songwriter. And then a scenario where, like, Jack comes back, smashes it with a Beatles
1: song, obviously. And then he's like, well, I'm going to go to bed, and I don't yeah. like this. This is the exact moment. This is my favourite moment of the movie, because you're right, it's played so sincerely, and it's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Just the fact that Ed Sheeran is like, they always told me someone else would come along, as if, like, in his head, he's the greatest lyricist of all time. Like, no one could possibly be better than Ed Sheeran, and he's like, finally, finally someone has come along and little old there's no room for little old Ed Sheeran anymore
0: (laughs) and it it just makes me laugh because it's like you're supposed to believe that Ed Sheeran who is possibly known as like one of one of the music industry's most humble people (laughs) is like he gets up and he's like he's like I'm going to challenge you to a battle that I'm clearly going to win
1: yeah.
0: If what it feels like is Ed Sheeran this feels like the um, you know how Ego in Guardians 2 had loads of children until he found the one that worked yeah it feels like that in that he's invited so many like other jobbing musicians backstage Gone. oh
1: yeah well if you're so good then you can write a better song than me yeah.
0: And, yeah. and when they don't he's
1: like I told you I'm the greatest in the world <laughs>
0: like until it's, it does, and then
1: it just soaks. It's such a strange moment. I don't understand it. I love it. And like I said, it's genuinely my favourite moment in the movie, yeah. but just because of how sincere and hilarious it is. But <laughs> it's so strange. It's so it's, bizarre. I think it should be a crime punishable by
0: death. Ready to pop the question? to insert the apple alarm clock sound effect into anything it gives me ptsd that sound it's yeah my mind is engineered to want to hit
1: something yeah it's my winter soldier activation is what it is (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's it's not great i i often try to set a different sound to that one because it it genuinely angers me hearing it do you have the
0: same effect with other things then what do you mean? Like, whatever song, whatever sound effect is your alarm clock, do you have the same
1: feeling with other sounds? There's no good sound to set as your alarm. Like, whatever it is, you will, it will, you will condition yourself to hate it. Yeah. Because it's disturbing your sleep. Like, <laughs> of course you're going to hate it. You. You're in a peaceful, in your own little world, probably having a time of your life and your dreams, and then all of a sudden, here's this just... to wake you up. Well, it's a
0: porg in Nathan's bedroom, <laughs> apparently. Oh, por- yeah, that's a porg. <laughs> um, another crime I think should be punishable by death. Uh, is to put
1: James Corden in a movie. Uh, oh, yes, I'm, yeah. Any inclusion of James Corden, he was so close to him as well. I've yeah. not seen his silly talk show. I don't know if that's his actual setup, but he was like he was sat practically in his lap. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'd be so uncomfortable with
0: that. I do like that the um, they make his his jokes. Richard Curtis is a funny writer. Yeah. But I like that he deliberately was like, What's a James Corden caliber joke for a yeah. late night show? And he just Something wrote shit. James Corden as unfunny, which is ninety yeah. percent of the time what he gives
1: off. Yeah. I, I'm always here for James Corden slander. If only that could come in a movie without him though, that would be that would be bad. But be it, better. but really it was a dream sequence, so it didn't matter. What are your thoughts on that in general? <laughs> um, well, I remember I remember the trailer for the movie yeah. before I saw it, and they played that as like a, like a, oh, this is the, the moment where it all goes wrong for him kind yeah. of kind of moment. And then when I was watching it in the movie, I was like, oh, it's nothing. Okay. He <laughs> um, wakes up and he's like, ah! Yeah, no, it's fine. I t- one thing I actually do really like about this movie, I mean, I said my favourite thing about it was Ed Sheeran being weird about himself, and that is still probably true. But I think my second favourite thing about the movie is that there's not really a villain. There's hmm. there's no one trying to ruin Jack's career or, you know, get one over on someone else. You could argue that Kate McKinnon is kind of a villain, but not really. She's just doing a job. I don't think so, she's a villain. I think she's if anything I think she's more of a comedic relief. Yeah, yeah, she's just someone who's doing her job. Um and there's the moment where there's the other two people who also remember the beatles and they like and they confront jack about it and you're like oh this is this is it this is the moment but it turns Mm. out no they're, they're just happy to have the music out in the world and i'm like that's really sweet that's that's really nice it's it's refreshing to have a movie where there's not someone trying to destroy everything or ruin the day it's just a a nice tale i guess I I do like that because it
0: also breeds the like we spoke about earlier, it just breeds the positivity that the Beatles were keen to put out in the world. Yeah. Um and it doesn't you know, I I I would find it very, very weird if like the two surviving Beatles were in that talk show and they came yeah. down and they were like, You've nicked our
1: songs or whatever. <laughs> like they don't you seem like the songs. type of people that care yeah. about that shit. <laughs> that no one remembers for some yeah. reason.
0: But no, I do like that. I am. Um, I also think it in a way it is there's kind of like a kill him with kindness situation in this because Jack yeah. is feeling the guilt pile on, yeah. and then when those people come and say to him, "Oh no, we're just happy that you, we're just happy that the song's we, there because we're we're we we not singers."
1: Sing. Yeah, we can't sing, so yeah. we're happy for you to do it. Yeah, that's yeah, nice. like and, and we've <sighs> you've that,
0: like when if you you're not a singer, I'm not a singer. Like when we sing songs, we'll butcher them. So if they if suddenly our favorite discography just left the world's consciousness, you'd want someone yeah. to reproduce it and make it good, but. I find when they come to him and they say, um, "Oh no, no, we're not gonna, f- you know, we're not gonna catch you out or anything," you kind yeah. of see Jack as more slimy y- yeah. because he's like he he kind of has this reaction where he's like, "Oh, thank God, I've been worried sick that someone was gonna pull the rug out from under me," and you're like, "Yeah, that's what you were concerned about." It's kind
1: of gross. <laughs> yeah. So he knows he's doing something wrong. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 But but hey, then he makes the right choice. He's like, and I, and, I, and it's good. I do like the fact that he decides to just to just put it out there. Like this, this is this uh, should be you know it shouldn't be behind a paywall it shouldn't be forgotten or whatever just give it away just put it out to everyone let them access it. The happy ending montage does breeze over the fucking multi-million dollar lawsuit he's facing. I was, yeah he, he'd he also be have a fu- Kate McKinnon would have a team of lawyers just ready to just eviscerate that man <laughs> for, <laughs> for what he did um, but yeah it just breezes over that so that's, yeah. that's fine that's fine. If you're yeah. gonna breeze over a global blackout which would kill half the population of the Earth, then sure breeze over the lawsuit too. I guess it Why was not? it was supposed to be darker. Um, so the, the
0: original writer for this, I, I, I can't remember his name. Um, uh, I read it earlier, but I Russell I, T. Davies, yeah, Russell T. Davies, yeah. <laughs> no, the, the original writer for this um, focused more in on the like the multiversal aspect of it um, and the alternate reality that Jack would live in, um, mm-hmm. and and was a way more woe is me character oh, um I like that. yeah i'm i'm having such a hard time making millions off this music i didn't lift a finger to get oh. um it, it was a bit more like that um, and the romance was practically non-existent. Um yeah. And basically, it tested, and they went like they didn't film it. They like kind of like shot the script the script around. And most focus groups were like, "This, this is about the Beatles." Yeah. <laughs> this is miserable as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Richard Curtis was brought in to spice it up, and I think making this uh, ultimately, I think a story about. Um, I mean, it's got it's not subtle in what it's doing. It's it's telling you to choose love and internal happiness over corporate greed and materialism and all yeah. of this yeah. um and i think he i think it does that really really well um uh yeah i just I, I ultimately i think this is it's just a good movie it's a
1: fun time it is a fun time uh both his parents have been in doctor who so that's fun i like that i like his silly little parents they're fun I, <laughs> did, I did really like the scene as well where he's playing or trying to play let <coughs> it be and just keeps getting interrupted. <laughs> yeah. That's a very funny scene. Very British in a way as well, which I, I just really enjoy that specific British humour. If you're not from Britain you think that was hammed up for comedic effects, it's no, exactly that's... what it's like trying to do anything in your family. That is so realistic, it is just is so accurate. <laughs> um that was very good. It also reminded me of a moment in um I don't know, you probably haven't watched the the Beatles documentary on Disney Plus. Um Get, Get back. back, I think it is. Yeah, Get Back, uh, which Peter Jackson directed. It's really good. It's like eight hours long, but it's it's really good. Um, and and you do you can understand the frustration that Jack has at that moment because he's right. It is genuinely probably the greatest song of all time, one of the the masterpiece of masterpieces that has ever been created. And he mm. just keeps getting interrupted. And in in the documentary. For um, the the Get Back documentary, for a song which is as good as Let It Be, it's it's so amazing to watch Paul McCartney just kind of come up with it off the top of his head while he's just sat at a piano just riffing about, and it's like yeah. this is one of the greatest songs of all time, and you just like did that, like what the fuck is wrong with you? Like you're <laughs> I, not normal, man. It's I've, insane. I've, I've,
0: I feel like there's a few moments in this movie as well where like Jack is asked to just wing something um and 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 is able to kind of just pull out these fucking classics um and the you know the idea that he he would be able to write that is is laughable in the sense that like how could someone just come up with something so beautifully cohesive and and beautifully melodic and everything like that um and it is it is sometimes like you forget the impact that has been had because they people did do that it, it wasn't yeah. Himish Patel playing a character it was like real people did that Um which is which is pretty crazy uh,
1: what do you I wrote a silly little song about an octopus <laughs> <laughs> okay Ringo well done well done Ringo <laughs> oh, hey lads want to hear my song about the octopus
0: what do you what do you think is um like what what are the what are the bangers what are, are there any songs that you think like didn't translate well into like a kind of a modern thing there's a joke about modernizing the music and
1: yeah there's um is it, i can't remember which one it is i think it, it might be um saw her standing there i think um the, when uh, the whatever the first song is that he plays are like The album launch at the hotel. Yeah, there was. I think it's saw her standing there. But it is. Yeah, it is. I think it's just too modern and rocky, really. In in as in like rock music in a way that the Beatles never really were. They were. A lot more like I don't really know how to explain this other than the word nice. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, it was it's never like it was it's the Beatles on like fucking rock and roll, fuck yeah. That that's not the Beatles. <laughs> like and I feel like that that version of it was just a bit too <clears throat> yeah. Do you know what I mean?
0: I I do, I thought it's I quite like that cover of the I quite like most of the covers of these songs, to be fair. Um, and I I also respect the fact that in all sequences, no matter the scenario that they were being played in, Himish Patel is playing and singing in real time whilst the oh, cameras is are rolling. Yeah, which okay. I think is just great. Like, yeah, it's yeah. A, that that takes a talent. Um, it does. Uh, and I also I feel like I respect the Bulls to be like, I'm going to choose a mo- my breakout movie star role. I'm going to cover the entirety of the discography of of um of the Beatles. Yeah, um, yeah, it's that's, ballsy that's I, I do like that cover I think it does get a bit too rocky towards the end but I like the fact that it's like he starts off the show with a bang and it is this kind of reinvention of of you know maybe I quite like the fact that towards the end of the movie he's feeling less concerned with like making money off of it and more I just want to live mm-hmm. this dream for a bit Yeah, um, and maybe yeah, he's blending fair. his style with the Beatles
1: style because it's like probably the only other time he's ever going to get to do this in his life <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, why not? Why not? That does make sense. Earlier, you alluded to a question you have about the whole John Lennon thing. Mm-hmm. Um, what's that? Because I've been, I'm interested to know. Okay, so stuff. because I, I like the John Lennon inclusion. I like the fact that he gets to spend like an afternoon with John Lennon, and he's just this nice old. He's played by Robert Carlyle, which makes sense because it's Danny Boyle. Um, mm-hmm. um, and he's, he's just some guy who lives by the sea. He's a painter. John Lennon was an artist well, he, he studied art at school. So it kind of makes sense that he's doing that sort of stuff. And he's just, yeah, he's had a nice life. And I like that. I think it's more, how does the parallel world thing work? Has Jack okay. been moved? or what, from one universe to another?
0: Yeah, because it, I, I, it's not just like... It's clearly not the Beatles... Just didn't, just weren't a success. It's more they never happened.
1: The, yeah, they never existed. Yeah. So
0: I guess I, I, I guess I took that for the whole movie as they're not there, like the four Beatles John members. John Paul,
1: yeah, John Paul, George, Ringo just did not exist. Yeah, and then when yeah. the movie
0: goes, here's John Lennon, I went, Huh? Um, and I understand yeah. I was just, I, I think less of a question, more
1: speaking about it now I'm realising that I think I just interpreted it in a wrong way. Yeah, I think so, yeah. It's, it's, I, I just saw it as they just never, I don't know, something happened, they just never became the Beals. really. I don't think what happened is necessarily important, I don't think it necessarily matters, it's just... No, it's, it's hand-wave-the-plot-away stuff. Yeah, the yeah. Also, no Coca-Cola, no cigarettes, um, um, and no Harry Potter, if only. Yeah. Yeah, I said said, um,
0: (laughs) one of my notes is a world where Harry Potter shouldn't exist uh, or be successful. The movie is way ahead
1: of its time on that one. (laughs) Um, Yeah, just a... Um, Oh, um,
0: Saturday Night Live is Thursday Night uh, Live.
1: Thursday Night I thought that was very funny. Play a good line by Winnie the Bish. I'll always love seeing Winston pop up anywhere. Uh, Lamar Morris as well. He's just... He's He's so so good. Yeah. Like, physically... What a what a comedic physical performer he is. He's so. This isn't this, but there's a line in New Girl um, <laughs> where like <laughs> I, feel, I feel like I think it's Nick's mom. Um She's like I think like it might be after her his her partner died, Nick's dad died or whatever, and <laughs> and she's just having a hard time, but she makes everyone breakfast. And there's just a line from Winston like <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. The shells all eating these eggs. and Just the <laughs> delivery of it. It's so funny. His, his New Girl
0: work gets overlooked so often because. Oh, um, my God. He's so good at New Girl. It's unfair to put anyone against Max Greenfield and um, Jake Johnson because they're
1: yeah. good. They're very all, good. All three of them are very good, though. Yeah. Yeah. Schmidt is fucking hilarious. But on Wednesday. <laughs> a white man? Reason, no. no! <laughs> <Ow>! <laughs> Chutney. <laughs> Winston though, this Winston has some great stuff. I recently re rewatched Olive New Girl and it's, it's You already time. threw that. I've yeah, I've done it man. I'm done. I've moved on. Yeah.
0: You waste no fucking time. i maybe we'll be like, I'm just gonna catch up on the last um, I don't know. million seasons of the simpsons and then i'll check in in the afternoon he's like i finished that a couple of hours ago yeah easy um very weird cuck
1: goodbye for gavin yeah what was going on there like gavin well he recognized that like she was always in love with him which i guess that's it's true it's true that you can recognize that so good for you gavin um but they also like during that scene they like he also just like oh here's another girl that he loves yeah here's whatever. Gavin's
0: replacement he had on, <laughs> on, in the
1: wings Where? and she was just like there like yeah no we love each other so I guess it's okay <laughs> okay I th- I think it was meant to like make you be like they didn't do anything wrong. Gavin's happier with this woman, yeah. but I'm like, yeah. Why was Gavin ever there then? If you had to yeah. write around it, and what? Why have we not seen this woman until now? this is the yeah. first time Who she's she? in the? I don't know. yeah she just so she doesn't have a single line in the movie, but she's just there to be like nowhere in love. like. All right, <laughs> this, she's this is she's weird. literally the only way I can describe her is literally the um oh uh,
0: understudy. Yeah, the she is the uh, lily james understudy love interest for him (laughs) um i do i tell you what i do quite like just just kind of random bits at this point um i i really enjoy the um the railway um station i feel like it's that venue has equally iconic potential as like abbey road um like the, the
1: oh the the recording studio yeah with yeah. the train
0: station just a highly makes sense because Gavin seems young and it's the only way he's going to re-
1: afford a recording studio is the most inefficient recording studio in the in the country <laughs> yeah um and jumping off that point obviously it's directed by Danny Boyle so it's shot well. Um, but there's some great moments, especially in that recording studio scene where they do this great stuff with the camera, framing the actors in the windows mm. um, and having them dance about is is uh, some really good shots. There's one shot which I absolutely love, um, and it's where Lily James and Hemish Patel are in the the hotel in Liverpool, like, and they have their first kiss. And they're, they're illuminated by the TV. The TV is on, and, it, and that's, like, the only light source in the room. And it, like, creates a silhouette of them. And there's just something about that shot, which was just really beautiful. It's really simple, but really well done. Do you think it changes this movie in any way, that the character of Ed Sheeran was actually originally supposed to be Chris Martin? Was it? Mm. Yeah. Oh, I feel like that would make the... They always said someone else would come along moment make more sense. That yeah. would be fun. That would be. Wow, it wouldn't be funnier, but it would be more believable, I guess. I think it's a hundred percent funnier that it is Ed Sheeran. <laughs> yeah, it's so like... much funnier that it's Ed Sheeran. I, I feel like this is, has been very harsh on Ed Sheeran. He makes good music, but like, it's I don't know. It's just funny that it's Ed Sheeran. <laughs> I think it, it just makes him seem like more of a like an adult man
0: baby, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. uh, which is very much not in real life. <laughs> now, oh, but, right. If you, You perform that scene, you know he's up for a bit of muggins on himself. He knows what he's getting into. Um, Did Chris Martin say no then? No, his scheduling conflicts. It it went ahead. Uh, Chris Martin was down, which is why Uh. the... The joke early on, going well. It's not. It's not Coldplay. It's not Fix You. Um, Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, they 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 didn't reshoot that, so that every actor in that scene was under the impression that Chris Martin was the uh,
1: the the code dude in the movie. It it does kind of make more sense that it is Ed Sheeran because he is actually from that area, though, isn't he? He is like a Devon Cornwall boy or whatever. Yeah, basically, I think it lines up better. Um, Yeah, I also think it um,
0: it it, it helped it, it greatly helped them out because production-wise, there wasn't... I don't think there was much of a backing for this movie. I think it was mainly just, like, Richard Curtis and Danny Boyle went, should we do this? And the studio was like, yeah. I'll give you a little bit. Yeah. Like, go wild. So they, um,
1: the Wembley stuff, um, all of... I have... imagine that was just shot during an Ed Sheeran gig, probably. Yep. <laughs> so
0: there's, it's it's one of my favourite little behind-the-scenes facts about this. Um, Ed Sheeran in front of his real-life Wembley crowds introduced yeah. Jack Malick. No one came on stage... And then he went. Sorry, guys, that was for a movie. <laughs> um, and funny. there's there's like reports of like people in that crowd being like like when the movie came out, being like, it all makes so much more fucking sense now. That was the weirdest thing. like people thought he just like yeah, just like made a crucial fuck up and then went. <laughs> oh, uh, so it's for a movie. Um, but all of the um, all of the stuff with Himish Patel um, playing Jack um, was just shot. Uh, during like sound tests for Ed Sheeran's Wembley concerts, like he just came out, they uh, shot those scenes, and then edited okay. in the
1: sounds and everything. Yeah, that makes sense. That's good. Yeah. I like that. Last thing I'll say um, is I, I really like the character of Rocky. It was kind of like the comic relief of the movie. I think he's very funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just love the moment where he just steals Lily James' crisps. She's like, <laughs> no, not my crisps. Yeah,
0: he's in that scene. It, it, what I love is that the, it, they don't stop the emotional conversation. No, but he's there is a point where he's fully blocking Jack off by just yeah. leaning over and taking crisps. Yeah, it's great. It's and it, there's a good five seconds where she's still talking and it's
1: not mentioned, and I'm like, this is strange. Yeah. <laughs> it's good though. I really like it. No, it, and, it, and also that moment where he's like where they're at the hotel and he's about to do the album launch and he's like, oh, it's my honour to to open this door to your dreams and success and to see you on your way to stardom and it's the wrong door. <laughs> Just like, oh, fuck. Just takes him out to, like, the um, like the
0: great fucking uh, staircase outside. <laughs> yeah, that's very yeah. funny. That's a very good joke. Nathan, I believe you have a theme song to play for me another happy question yes so we are at the end of the episode uh what i do at the start of every episode if you missed it is ask nathan a question and then we get to this point in the episode and nathan answers that question today i asked him what is something uh that is 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 notable in in the public perception that could be removed from the public consciousness and nathan could possibly live his entire life without ever
1: noticing it was gone or never there um what 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 are you thinking I feel like the obvious choice is like some some shit like Love Island, because you think you'd never know if Love Island was on again? no, like i I feel like the only thing I would notice is people not talking about it, but would I notice that if people are not talking about Love Island, am I going to be like, no one's talking about love Island, or would I just carry on? I feel like you make fun of me enough for watching it that yeah,'d be like but that never happened again, but that's only because it's on and I'm aware that it's on but if it wasn't on I don't think I'd be like Love Island isn't on sometimes they've skipped a year or something and (laughs) couldn't
0: tell you yeah I'll tell you what I'll take that It's it's enough that you didn't know that it wasn't on for a year I believe that because i feel like I, I also feel like all you've really got to do is get past the five-year threshold i know i said the rest of your life but if you haven't thought yeah. about it in five years you're never
1: gonna fucking think about it again what have i not thought about in f- five years well i don't know i'm not thought about it <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's not gonna <laughs> spring to your mind is it uh
0: thank you very much for listening everyone if you have listened to this uh you can give us a little follow uh we are at another happy pod on twitter on instagram on tiktok uh, you can give us a little follow there. You will get notified when new episodes go up. They go up Fridays at 10am, every Friday at 10am. Uh, you'll get a little post to let you know that it's up and that you can listen at your at your earliest convenience. Uh, give us a little review as well. We like a little review. Uh, we five do. Stars we like only, a review. Please.
1: Five stars or more. Or more. Uh, That's not say. feasible. No. <laughs> Find a way, <laughs> find a
0: way, break the system, and give it six stars <laughs> or seven. Yes. Um, or I'm sure there's some like out there that still operate with like a like a t- out
1: of ten system. A scoring oh, well, out let 10. me be clear: the, the top score, whatever it is. If yeah. it's ten, then you got to give us ten.
0: Oh yeah, if so. if it's ten and. We- we asked for five, yeah. but assume we meant the highest. Yeah. Whatever the
1: top one is, just just give us that. That's what we want. Thank and then break it and do one more as we've yes. already requested.
0: Uh, next week we are going to be doing this. Wow. Wowie, a good time, a sad time, who knows? We don't, that's for sure. Uh, yes. Otherwise, I would have spoiled it and Nathan would have got cross. Because that's what I do. Oh, let me check back in with Yoko. Psst. Nathan, remember we said we'd lie to them. Oh, oh shit.
1: Oh, a message from no, Yoko. No No, what? It says, hello, handsome. Oh, yes, that's very, very full on from <laughs> It says, yes. Thank you for asking. I have seen the movie yesterday and yeah. I enjoyed it very much. It was very It was very nice to hear my dead husband's music oh again. God. Thank you for writing. I'll see you next week, big boy. Love you. No,
0: okay, none yeah. of that. None of that. <laughs>
1: This is this is highly inappropriate. You seen
0: that? You seen that meme where she's got like a really small bum crack, and, she, and John Lennon's got a really big bum crack.
1: And it, and it was the like couch, when you're going for butt crack surgery, and it's like, who gave you the butt crack? The one I saw was like John Lennon waking up from surgery. It's like, wait, where's Yoko? And the doctor then says, "Who do you think donated all this butt crack?" <laughs> it's very good, isn't it? <laughs> it is very good. Just a good meme <laughs> Anyway, anyway, have thanks. fun with that. Yeah, thanks for listening. We will. Uh, we'll see you next week. <laughs> Who do you think gave you all this buck? <laughs> butt crack